Hi, this is Tom Wilson. Caps fans, don't forget to catch the Caps This Morning podcast every weekday on Apple iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Ferrari to the middle, a shot, they score! Oh, what a goal from Garrett Pilon! Thanks it back and score! It's 2-2 here in the third period. This is Caps This Morning. With John Walton and Ben Raby on Caps Radio 24-7. The Capitals fall to the Bruins in a shootout. A Northern Virginia native makes a statement and getting ready for the Devils on Wednesday. Good morning, everybody. It is Monday, September 27th. Welcome to Caps This Morning here on Caps Radio 24-7. Joe Snively got the scoring started last night with a goal just four minutes and 15 seconds into the first period. Caps up early, 1-0. Bruins would tie it on a goal by Jake DeBrusque. Derek Howla in the second period picked up his first of the preseason, and the Bruins would ride that into the third period until Garrett Pilon would score to tie it, force overtime, and the shootout where the Bruins with DeBrusque would win it by a final score of 3-2. to two. But Ben, it was certainly great to see Joe Snively get the first goal of the game the Herndon native, a nice rebound effort to get the home team the lead early. And Snively, who, of course, last year had 17 points in 30 games for the Bears at the AHL level. I thought he looked quick. He made plays. And I think all of us would appreciate the fact if the local guy would be able to crack this team at some point. But certainly a big moment for him and for all those high school kids playing in Northern Virginia. Boy, you can dream big when you see something like that. Yeah, big summer here as well for local hockey. Keep in mind a couple of Little Capitals alums taken in the NHL draft over the summer and now for Joe Snively here for his hometown team in Washington. Been in the organization for a few years, has shown himself well, as you noted, with AHL Hershey. But here at the NHL level, albeit in a preseason game, he looked very good. Not only the goal, but another opportunity, a great scoring chance in the second period on a feed from Hendricks LaPierre. The two of them, LaPierre and, and Snively on a line, seemed to be working well together. And then in overtime, John on 3-on-3 three three OT, a nice feed to Justin Schultz. I thought the game-winning goal was potentially on Schultz's stick there. He just wasn't able to finish, but Snively all around. He had speed. He had the wheels, came as advertised, and good on him with some friends and family in attendance, too. Yeah, the friends and family and those who saw him play high school hockey, really nice night for him. I'm sure he impressed a lot of folks. Here's Craig Lachlan on NBC Sports Washington with Joe Snively. All right, Joe. You scored at every level. College, the American Hockey League, your first here in this building, it's got to be special for you. Yeah, it was a good feeling. Uh, for sure, get get a goal early, build some confidence, some momentum for the line, so that was great. What sort of things have you worked and improved on since becoming a pro? Just, uh, you know, being a full player, completing my game, two, two-way forward, defensively responsible, and, um, you know, just creating possession, holding possession, adapting a little bit of the pro games, a little different than college. So Now, do you have a lot of fans, friends, and family here tonight? Yeah, parents are here, a couple buddies, so really uh, special to play in front of them. Well, congratulations. Very special to see you score, buddy. Appreciate it. Thanks. Thanks. Uh, Joe Snively yesterday, last night on NBC Sports Washington. You mentioned Henrik Lapierre. Helper on that goal. He had two points in the game. And I think it's going to be pretty interesting to watch his progress in this preseason. And I think after Connor McMichael, 
the most intriguing Caps prospect this preseason. It's LaPierre for me that I'm real interested to see what he can do. I thought he showed himself very, very well. He did, and, and for LaPierre, this had to be almost a, a long time coming. You know, a draft pick going back to 2020 didn't have the opportunity to get preseason time last year because, of course, there was no preseason. So he had a little taste of training camp last year, much different circumstance, much different type of training camp, but in this, his NHL preseason debut uh, showed himself very well. Again, he had the wheels. He was nice distributing the puck, looking for his teammates. For Hendricks LaPierre, a good first impression, and you know, maybe now this at least earns him, it buys him another look or two, potentially, as the preseason deepens here. What a goal by Garrett Pilon. Four-on-four goal in the third period. The way that the pass came from Ferravari, I love the play. I love the sequence. I really felt, Ben, in this whole game, I mean, look, it's the preseason. There's six of these things. And even though we haven't had it in two years, the preseason can wear on a little bit. But I thought as the game went, I thought it was fine. But I loved some of the individual efforts in this game. And I think Martin Ferravari qualifies. LaPierre we talked about. Snively we talked about. Garrett Pilon. There's a lot to like about what went on in this game. And I want to talk about Martin Hosh as well. When you look at all of these things that happened last night, I don't care what the score was. I don't think the coaching staff, I don't think anybody, you know, whether you beat Boston or whether you don't, it's about the kids that you played in the game showing well. And I thought there was a lot of reason to be happy about last night. And to piggyback off the thought on on Garrett Pilon, here's another guy along with Connor McMichael. And McMichael is the headliner given the pedigree, the first round status a few years ago. But McMichael and Garrett Pilon both showed themselves well and two guys who are potentially in the mix if there is an opening at the start of the year. You talk about guys who could play wing or center. We talk about the possibility, maybe without looking too far ahead, that the team will be shorthanded to start the year if Nick Backstrom isn't back and healthy on time. But we talk about McMichael a lot, but then you look at a Garrett Pilon. Again, other guys, an AHL veteran like a Michael Scarbosa could help fill a center position lower down the depth chart. But there, if there is an opening, Pilon could be in that mix. And to your point, you listed a number of names. You know, Beck Malenstein also, he didn't play anywhere last year. He was out with that Achilles injury. He was feisty. He, I think he had a team-high seven hits last night. Showed himself well, had the wheels going. So you're right, up and down the depth chart last night. I'm sure the coaching staff will find areas to, to clean up and individual areas that could be better. But certainly uh, there was quite a bit to like from a Capitals perspective from a lot of guys who are competing, just trying to get noticed and trying to potentially earn a nice time down the line. More on Martin Ferravari now. I mean, on the blue line, only Justin Schultz and Dmitry Orlov dressed yesterday among last year's regular. We get a look at him and what he did. 17 points in 24 games for Hershey last season. He's going to be given every opportunity to make this team. And I think as we move forward here, the game on Wednesday against the Devils, and certainly after that, it would not surprise me at all if he gets a whole lot of playing time. They want to know what they have with him, but they also, I think, want him to make this team given the skill set that he has and what he's able to bring to the table. And a little bit was circumstantial, but he played big minutes last night. He played almost 25 minutes. Can you mind the Capitals really from the third period on? We're down to five defensemen after a game misconduct, but Martin Fervari did a lot of heavy lifting, saw a lot of shorthanded ice time, was on the penalty kill, and you know, played with different partners as a result of them being down to five defensemen. But you're right, Fervari is going to get plenty of looks this preseason, probably be put in plenty of situations, and a guy Ryan Ferravari, you know, the first thing that comes to mind, he's got the wheels, he could scoot, he could carry the puck up ice, 
but also a guy who, in Hershey, when you talk about his real defensive side of the game, a key cog on a penalty kill unit with the Hershey Bears last season. Keep in mind, Camps have penalty kill minutes to fill this year, given the departures of Zdeno Chara and Brendan Dillon in the offseasons. There are openings, certainly Martin Ferravari, among others, uh, in the mix to potentially fill them. There's a physical side to Dylan McElrath, and that ended up turning into a major penalty in an early shower in the game last night. But he got an opportunity to play last night, too. I would think that if you're looking for that physical edge on the blue line, I understand why they're taking a look at him. I mean, he's been a number of places, 10th overall pick, didn't get it with the Rangers, didn't get it with the Red Wings. Hey, listen, it costs you nothing. See what he can do. You know he's big. You don't want him to go over the line like he did last night. But uh, here's a guy that if you're looking for that edge and maybe you don't have it here, maybe you have it down on the farm and maybe you have it in the organization, but kind of intriguing to see what his training camp is all about. It ended a little early last night. Yeah, it's a a big boy. And again, that's one of the areas coming into camp that you wonder too. Again, given those departures, Chara and Dylan, who might potentially fill that void When you look on the back end, and it's interesting, full disclosure, asked that the other day to general manager Brian McClellan, and he said, going back to Martin Ferravari, he's built differently. Obviously, he's not as big as a six foot nine Sedano Chara, but there's still that physicality, maybe not in terms of hitting guys, but doing a lot of those other things, clearing the front of the net, being tough on the puck, knocking opponents off of the puck. So certainly uh, Dylan McGrath, he had the, the big hit, and he brings that physicality, but physicality can come in a lot of different forms. I do think it's an area the Capitals need to look at here in the preseason, who can do certain things, who can check certain boxes. Certainly uh, an area that they'll be they'll be monitoring here throughout the preseason. Last thing on the defense, and I think my favorite player from last night's game is Martin Hosh. And I hadn't really seen him play at all. And you know what? No one has the last two years because he hasn't played. Here's a guy, and this is something, and Ken and I talked about this a little on the year last night. You have so many players, if you were in the OHL, you didn't play. Connor McMichael had the ability to play for Hershey last year, but most guys just didn't get to play. And Hosh fell in that category. He played 20 games for Guelph two years ago, and he's been cool in his heels ever since. So I thought for a guy that really hasn't gotten a chance to play, he's had the rookie camp to get started. He's gone through his paces for the first couple of days of training camp, but I thought he was good. I thought he was mobile. I thought he skated well. I thought he got pucks through from the blue line. This is one game. I'm not going to make a big deal out of it, but I thought of all the guys on the back end that – did what they needed to do last night. I'm not sure that Martin Hosch wasn't right at the top of the list. Yeah, you're right. And also a guy not unlike Hendricks Lapierre, a draft pick going back a few years ago, Hosh, and this was his NHL preseason debut. He didn't get this opportunity last year, not even two years ago, and didn't look overwhelmed by the moment, didn't look out of place, certainly held his own. And you're right, that's what I noticed too. He, he could scoot. He's a big guy, six foot four, but he can move, and, and he skates very well, and that was on display. And again, another guy was the game wore along and the minutes went up, didn't seem to tire, showed himself very well, and probably a guy who will get another opportunity or two here this fall. All right, so the Capitals fall 3-2 in the shootout. Coming up tomorrow on the show, we're going to continue our tour around the Metropolitan Division with our latest preview, this time with a team we're going to see on Wednesday at Capital One Arena, the New Jersey Devils. Matt Laughlin, the radio play-by-play voice of the Devils, is going to join us. Caps in action 7 o'clock on Wednesday at Capital One Arena, game 2 of 6 
on the preseason. So Monday in the books. Have a great week, everybody. And Ben, have yourself a spiffy Monday, will you? Happy Monday, John. For the latest on the Capitals and hockey news around the clock. Let's go, Caps! Tune in to Caps Radio 24-7. Listen online via the Capitals mobile app at CapsRadio247.com or ask Alexa to play Caps Radio 24-7 on TuneIn.